Let's look at the last night. Yeah, let's uh, let's get rid of that elephant. Okay. So robot I think we were elephant. talking in the kitchen now. They're all agreed. Four out of five. Doctors agree. Doctors agree. The last night is bad for you. Do you know what the lo- Do you know what it was? Do you know what it felt like? It's like I've I've gone mad from having watched it. It's like some kind of Lovecraftian knowledge that I should never have looked upon. Yeah, it felt like I think I said this last night as well. My immediate reaction was. Well, not immediate, but my reaction about 40 minutes in was when you used to sort of come home on a Friday night and there'd be an action movie on like Action X or ETV or whatever, and you caught the last half hour and you knew this was thrilling and that there was a lot of crazy stuff going on, but you didn't know the characters and you didn't know what was going on. You didn't know who anyone was and you were just confused, but you sort of thought like, this looks like it could be okay like if i've got everything that comes before it mm. and the last night that was the whole movie was one extended sequence like that that felt like that it was that feeling of disorientation action going on but not knowing why or who or really what's happening for the extent that it was like the, the original cut was four hours long and they took everything that was exposition or establishing shot um or character and left that on the cutting room floor. They did not leave the exposition on the cutting room floor. No, no, I mean for like for any particular sort of given yeah. shot or uh, scenario. Like, it, it was just... There were, there were two things that summed that movie up perfectly for me. And both of them were things that you did, Dion. One of them was when Anthony Hopkins was talking to Mark Wahlberg for the first time. And he's stammering and stuttering and saying things all disjointed. And you turned to me and you're like, Anthony Hopkins is the movie and Mark Wahlberg is us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty And then the second moment that summed up the movie for me was, I can't remember what was going on on screen because the movie's a mess. God. But all I noticed was your hand going down to your drink cup (laughs) and just crushing it (laughs) out of frustration, (laughs) just slowly squashing your drink cup. (laughs) Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't go watch it with you guys last night. I saw it last week, Monday. And I had to make a whole page worth of notes so I could remember the damn thing. One thing I can clearly remember is lifting my hands in frustration like at least once every 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That seems about the standard. Yeah. What the hell? And you know what the <laughs> worst part rate. is? What the worst part is? This is not even the worst Transformers movie. I no, w- that, that, that title was held by number four. Yeah. It's it's I feel this was worse. For me, personally. Number four was frustratingly long and stupid. But for me, I, f- I could follow what was going on and I knew what was happening. This was the first one where I was actively confused and infuriated and exhausted. <laughs> but but, I but was not, so not tired in, in, by the I'm, end of I'm this I'm movie. not exaggerating that I was physically angry and I was confused and I felt old. And number four didn't have that effect on me. Number four was stupid and disappointing and a mess. But it, well, not disappointing because you had expectations. But, but, but this one was just actively terrible on every conceivable level. Yeah, this one was... With in, pedophilia. This one yeah. was incredibly bad. It had all the base staples like pedophilia and, and racism. Those, like, oh. the, what, what was up with um, 
that car that was suddenly now French for some reason, and because he's got a French accent, he's now Pepe Le Pew. You, yeah. you know what the worst part about that is? Sorry, I just need to bring that up. Um, that car was Hot Rod. Hot Rod, there Who many people would remember as the second in command of the Autobots 4 in the cartoon series. Yeah. Yes. Right? He was actually voiced by a French actor. So why the hell was his accent that bad? I actually wrote it down here. Hang on. Maybe Bay just well, told him to lay into it some more. Lay into it and, like, I think Bay looked at him and he's like, okay, lay into it a little bit and, like, you know how the French are a bit rapey? <laughs> Do that. He was, being pe- he was being Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, that that's is, what I'm saying. Like, that, that is incredible. That was incredible. Omar Sy. Just Omar Sy. As in um, the mutant bishop. He played bishop yeah. in Days of Future Past. Yeah. He voiced Hot Rod. What? Yes. And he's a Frenchman. That makes no sense to me. That makes <laughs> that also makes no sense to why me is how how um, racialized and culturally specific the Autobots are. Except yeah. for except for the 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 Japanese one, why is he a Mercedes? I don't get that. Is, is he a merc? No, he's, he's a he's, merc. He's not a merc. The he's Japanese, a merc. The Japanese one isn't a merc. The guy in green. No, no, no. The uh, the, no. the guy in red with the the, guy the samurai guy. He's a freaking Mercedes Benz. But he's uh, yeah, a he Japanese. Is, he? Yeah. It's like, did they try to blend two Axis powers into one car? <laughs> well, they did have Bumblebee fighting Adolf Nazi. Oh, no, no, no. But, but just, just be careful on that clock. That's the clock that <laughs> killed Hitler. <laughs> I, felt, I felt oh Jason God. die next to me when I swear with that light that came. So, oh my God. So I we forgot just got about that horrible, horrible moment. Okay. So I'm just going to say, abandon all hope ye who enter here. There will be spoilers. Yeah. Oh, Although, yeah. do they count as spoilers? Because it's no. a Transformers movie. Well, well, no, spoil to, to would be honest, mean, spoil spoiled, by its definition is taking something good and ruining it. Yeah. But also, spoilers These are warnings. would assume we're expecting people to go and see this movie. They're not and spoilers, they're warnings. And honestly, they're warnings. if you go and see this movie, you're as you're bad, bad as person. us. You're, you're as bad, bad as person. us. We're, we're bad. Our lives are worse for having, yeah. having experienced I really okay. feel that. I okay. do feel yeah. that. Okay, so that being said... Can I bring up the one thing, the most infuriating thing about this movie for me, plot-wise? Okay. Oh, God. Why? Why the fuck is Earth Unicron now? How does that... How does that make sense? That's actually the the only, for me, the sort of shining beacon of the plot. Like, like sort of hope for the future, because that's at least something vaguely interesting. It is something vaguely interesting, and it's something a little unexpected. Yeah. So I don't really have a problem with that because the thing is, I was I Hasn't was never been... really as big into it as you were. Yeah, because, I, I I'm also like, very casual. I was casual. never really like I'm super casual with Transformers. Like I watched the animated stuff back in the day, but had never, a couple of toys. Never religiously. Yeah. I did. And I was big into my Transformers as a kid. So that that didn't bother me so much. What I want to know is, in this universe. This current timeline of Transformers. The Transformers Bayverse. You've got a character played by Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Yes. In this past, you've got Merlin, also played by Stanley Tucci. Yes. And I had to watch. The, his... I had to check the credits to see that. I was like, I could just see it in the eyes. Yeah, you could see it in his I, eyes. I, I but couldn't. my question is, 
why is Merlin's descendant then a character not played by Stanley Tucci? That seems like a wasted opportunity. It really seems like a wasted opportunity. Because what what a great fish out of water moment wouldn't that have been? Exactly. The whole fate of the earth lies on somebody who is an antagonist. Yeah. And who like who, that would have been played great. by Stanley but, Tucci. But that but that would have meant it would need continuity with the fourth film. <laughs> what? You mean like how the dinosaurs are there now? <laughs> And and for some reason they've been screwing a lot. Yeah, the baby <laughs> dinosaurs, many <laughs> babies of so many sp- species we haven't seen yet as well. No, I s- no, they were all there. Was were there all there. Those three yeah. were in number four. Which oh, also okay. brings well, up. I remember I blocked out a lot of that. So, but I mean they're not there anymore. Yeah. Are those orphans now? Well, no, the big dinosaurs there, the big T Rex guys. Yeah, there. but what about like Grimlock? The, what about like Grimlock the, there, yeah. the baby triceratops and the baby pterodactyl? Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Well, they can't go to a family doctor, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> Were there mommy and daddy pterodactyl dinosaurs? <laughs> there the must robot have been alien dinosaurs. There must have been. But how great is that product placement? Terry, bring me a Bud Light. <laughs> the oh, pterodactyl. Wow. Actually, you know what? <laughs> that's the one. Fridge. That's one positive thing about this movie. Is that it had less product placement? Yes, it did. Number most under Michael But Bay you know movies. why? But my, my theory is right. They had to cut back on the product placement because of all the hate they received. From no, them. no, no. Did did you guys not read about this? A Chinese tr- tourism company, right? Yeah. Paid, I think Universal, seven hundred and fifty thousand US dollars to be featured in Age of Extinction, and that scene was cut out of the final movie. Okay. Universal Studios and Michael Bay were sued to the tune of 24 million US because of that exclusion. Wow. Hot damn. It went completely dumb. under the radar. I, I don't even know who won the case. But my theory is that's why there's less product placement in this one because it's less likely to get sued. Jeez. Hmm. Yeah. That actually, that tracks. Yeah. Wow. Unlike this film's Whoa. opening weekend. Whoa. Yeah. Or any kind of plot point in the movie. Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what they did slightly better this time was there were a few action scenes where it was easier to follow what yeah. was happening. Yes. There was, the, funny enough, like, the, the framing of human beings got worse. Like, did you see those close-ups really? of Anthony Hopkins' face? Yeah. Because they didn't change the lenses. They, they were using wide-angle lenses for close-up shots of faces. How did you guys also notice the, the constant shift in aspect ratio? Yeah. Yes. That oh. the crap out of me. And, uh, but, but yeah, as you say, what they sort of lost in framing human beings, they were actually beautiful shots yeah like they were actually a couple there of were like, a couple of shots where i, I want to just like, use this as a desktop background yeah but please like, everyone keep quiet yeah like what like that one shot um i think it's in the trailer as well just after optimus prime decapitates those yeah and he's demonic he stands there all heroic like i was like that is a fucking shot but but also okay let's talk about firstly i know like rogue one which i love a lot of stuff changed from the, when the trailers were being shot to the final form. Yeah. So I'm going in with that knowledge, obviously. Like, I'm going to sound a little hypocritical. But boy, oh boy, that the bait and switch of him being Nemesis Prime, 
Like, Nemesis Prime was on screen for 30 seconds before yes. he was transformed back by the power of well, friendship. The Secondly, <laughs> the whole yeah. thing where it's like, where it looks, where in the trailer they make it look like he sort of stabs yeah. Bumblebee. Yes. Yeah. Forgive me. Like... <sighs> but, but you see, the thing is... But then again, the, but the, the that's... Thing that's, is that's they, like, but they, they break their own continuity. In, in case you got, no, they helped you a lot in case you got confused. Because when he was Nemesis Prime, he said about eight or nine times, I'm Nemesis Prime. He actually didn't. He said it twice. Yeah. And then when he was Optimus Prime again, he said it about 24, 25 times. Yeah, that I'll believe. But, 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 but no, help, I was uh, counting the Nemesis Prime because uh, I'd seen a, a review that said that he said it over and over. But he didn't. He said it like when he, trans- like he, really when he changed. he insists yeah. on who he is. Yeah, and... He sort of he becomes Nemesis Prime. His eyes change color. He comes to Earth, and then one fight. Yeah, one fight. Bumblebee's like, when did Bumblebee get his voice back? He didn't. That's the thing. They never, they 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 break their own continuity because since the first movie, the reason he can't talk is because his voice mod voice box is. Broken. And now it's and the they, power. They replaced it. They in replaced the it. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then it was the wrong the bad voice. One away. He threw that one away and reinstalled the old yeah, voice and, box. Yeah, and now suddenly Bumblebee found his voice because he's scared. No, he. It wasn't because he was scared. It's because he needed it to use the power of friendship. <laughs> yeah, because the power the of friendship Nemesis goes Prime, both ways. Nemesis Prime would never recognize Bumblebee by say how he looks or how he acts. He needed. His old voice. Voice command. Exactly. Maybe it's like a an advertisement for like voice command features in, in cars. <laughs> and it's a product placement we just completely missed. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> like, there's, there's a whole tie-in series of adverts that we haven't seen that run in the States. Yeah. Do, you, do you know what product I want from wow. that movie? A medal that can turn into a sword that I can then just throw away into the sea and never use again. Yes. That's a good a idea. A mystical That's sword a, that, that, that was, can save uh, that me was, from anything. That was a just... shot... I that was a shot where I did my my hand yeah, raise, like, yeah. where where he where like the, the medallion comes down and then like he he not only like knows to grip the sword and has the reflexes to, to, to stop it in time just, with this all in the time of a single yeah, swing of a sword swing but also the inertia of a king transformer and he's just standing <laughs> there, he's just he's like, like blink. I'm Marky Mark. It, but I mean, wow. did you see his guns, though? He did have big oh, guns. I mean, he, he got did. pretty like, jacked for this one. But do you know one. what he didn't have in that movie? Chemistry with the female lead, who you knew was smart because she wore glasses. She wore glasses, and she had a British accent, and she's very scattered. She's, yes. Oh, she's so scattered. Like, scattered. Um, I mean, that's how you um, know. Yeah, like that's how, how you know someone is a genius in a film. Ooh, that was another scattered. thing that bothered me. Sorry. So Hot Rod, right? Who's, yeah. Who is this girl's car? He's apparently been watching over her for years because her dad told Hot Rod to watch over my daughter. Yeah. 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 Right? So he starts off as a Citroen. Right? An old Citroen. A French car. So I can then buy the French accent. Right? Granted. Why does he decide I don't want to be a Citroen anymore. I want to be a Lamborghini now. Because product placement. I know because product (laughs) placement. Because Lamborghini But from a logical standpoint surely he should stay at least a French car. Marcus. I think I think we watch different movies. Yeah, no, you're because you you're trying to approach this and ask about whether or not it's a being car logical. was the right nationality. <laughs> like, 
fine. If you had I'll stop any, applying watched, logic to Lady Michael Bay. If you watched part of that movie, you would have seen that logic does not exist in that universe. Not only that. Dinosaur okay. cars All right. do, All right. but not the, logic. The, 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 the stop. Okay, Let, let's see. I want to hash up, but I'll, let's take this seriously for a minute. All right. yeah. <laughs> I want, no, okay, no, we can try. No, okay, no, okay, okay. I okay, want, let's give it a good college I want, try. I want, let, let's apply our collective, academic, film analysis reasoning to the to a couple of questions. The first one is, okay, why does the Transformer at the beginning of the film give the staff to ancient drunken Stanley Tucci? Because he asked. Seriously though. It, like the logic, like within the yeah. world, like okay. Yeah, no. So there's two there's two factions I think I of humans. He yeah. has he has no perspective on who's right who's wrong because neither is really a villain and anyway. he's been living yeah. in his he's been cave. living in his cave he's been living in his spaceship cave for a, eons a drunken flesh sack comes up and says this incredibly powerful weapon which is like prophesied about which yeah. is like the power to destroy... drain the energy from one world i mean if michael bay another could, one. if michael bay had it his way it probably would have been the spear of destiny as well yes yes and and he will give it to drunken Stanley Tucci to go and basically command a dragon and just eviscerate a bunch of other human beings. The Transformer has no reason what? to to uh, to pick sides. He has no he's he hasn't gone and analyzed the conflict. This could be a villain. Yeah, exactly. What if For it had been like knows. a Nazi that had gone up to him <laughs> yeah. and been like, "We're surrounded on all sides here. Our, our leader's like, down in a bunker. We need being help." Being murdered by a watch. Yeah, <laughs> we need help. We need help. And, Please and, give me your magic staff. And then also doesn't take but, into account that but, he will need the staff but, back. But the thing is, yeah. not not only that, I don't think the staff controls the dragon. Because at the end, the staff is there in the middle of Stonehenge under the control of of whatever her lady's name is. What is yeah. it, Marcus? Do you know the lady name? British hot girl. No, not British no, no, hot no, girl. Um, the, uh, cyber trans- lady. Cyber lady. Oh, um, 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 I've- <coughs> synthwave album cover, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's under her control. Yeah. The creatrix or some stuff. <coughs> nah. <laughs> the creatrix. The, she was... Oh. I don't know. The anyway, creatrix yeah. of life, and she had a name or something. But basically, the staff is under her control at that point. Yeah. But then Optimus Prime comes in on the dragon. Are you sure it's Optimus and not Nemesis? Yeah, it's Optimus Prime. He comes in on the dragon. Are you does sure? Does cool he say roll. he's Optimus Prime while he's he on yeah, the dragon? He, he, he falls off the dragon, does a little <laughs> roll, slides for about 24, 25 kilometers. Which arguably is a cool shot. Yeah, no, no. It's an outstanding cool shot. <laughs> like, they are cool individual shots. And then, shot. and yeah. then he fights... The big evil dude that's made up of the five evil dudes. I guess it's it's some. Why didn't they hype some that kind up of Voltron? Say, no, it they they called it, he's something like Deviltron or something. He's but, literally okay. robot Satan. He's D- supposed Devoltron. to be. Okay, so he's fighting <laughs> Devoltron. Yeah. And how the fuck did he control the the dragon to bring him in there? The dragon the power found of the friendship. Pump, found power loyalty friendship. through the power of friendship. <laughs> Optimus Prime looked at it in the face and said, "Remember me." <laughs> so okay, okay. So we so we're not really sure. All right. Second question. Right, <laughs> okay. Also, okay. I'll, I'll so, answer this in a second. I'll, all right. I'll knock okay. us out of the park. I know yeah. we started talking about this. All right. So British Megan Fox, not to be confused with fourteen-year-old Megan Fox. Yeah. Um. Or British her, Megan Fox from the other one. Yeah. Oh, well, wasn't the other one, like, French or something? Anyway, Number I don't three, know. The one I know she was a Victoria's Secret model, but that's about anyway, it. Anyway, so she had big lips. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Her father 
right? They, they're never really clear on why he was such a bastard, etc., 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 right? I think one of the things they might have disliked about him was that he didn't think things through. Like, for instance, hiding the clue, like, the, the obscure clue to where she can find the stuff that she genetically, only she can wield. Okay. So, as you pointed out, yep. Jason, he could have just left it in the office because no one else can wield it. <laughs> but literally, no, no. it he only it. looked like the staff once she touched it. Otherwise, yeah. it was just he, a wooden he, stick. He hid the... Where was the first clue? The, the where, where did they find the first clue? It, it was, was something in her in little pop-up book, book. In a pop-up book. Um, in in no, a pop-up book about Merlin. Wasn't the pop-up book in her secret? Yeah, in her secret. Yeah, but how did they know book. to look there? Because she had to, like, She had some kind over. of flashback. Yeah, she had some kind of flashback. Okay, yeah. and, and A deus ex no, no, I think flashback. she read something. There was like no, a, she was just looking around. No, it, it, no it, was in the, it was on the back of a photo. Oh, yes, it was, it was on the yes. back of a okay. photo. So she found the photo. She read the back of it. And then she had the flashback was, like, the staff can only be wielded by powerful wizards and little girls, of course. And you then, remember that so, nugget? So, okay, so he basically... Okay, I actually feel foolish now because by that logic, he ensured that when the time came and things were time-sensitive and the world was ending, she would be able to find the staff. Not only that, that if the world didn't end during her lifetime, she would know enough to pass on this knowledge exactly, to her children because... That was an ironclad plan. Look, yeah, totally, look, Dion, totally. I mean, I don't know how you travel, okay, <laughs> but in three days I can solve a mystery. Go to England. Go to a submarine somewhere. Use that submarine to go super deep underwater. And don't forget, with the military guys who seem to have an incredibly guys. wide skill set, each and every Incredib- one of them. Yeah, like Josh the Hummel was just, <laughs> just they, they just submarines. They they're autopilot these yeah. days. And what's up with the TRF? Like the military that's after the Transformers, but they're not. But then the the they one are. military they're, Lennox's character. They are. The they're after Lennox. all of them, but it's like, but it might. But they also specifically mention like, oh wait, no Decepticon activity. So like, so the yeah. Autobots are evil, so, but then they're like, no, so the Autobots are actually I th- fine. I think they're. Oh, well, do, do you know what and I they're also about the fact that they they're, keep the, that they keep Decepticons in prison. Yeah. Like they and, know they, they, and then announce them with this fucking Suicide Squad oh style God, intro. The Suicide Squad style intro. But what I want to know, I got a question for you. All right. We're all right. rambling more than this movie is. What, I, I've got a question for you guys. Okay. 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 So I'm sure I can answer this movie, effortlessly. In the beginning of the movie. Oh right, yeah, I remember that. Four eighty four. It tells us. It tells us about how Transformers are illegal everywhere, yeah. except for in, in Cuba, Cuba, where they can play soccer on beaches and be friends with humans. That's great, and yeah. And specifically John Totoro. S- specifically John Totoro. And my question is, what was the relevance of that? The oh, where where had... did that come back into the movie? Because they had an image of him, of, of old Johnny Boy, in, in a Hawaiian shirt and, and flip-flops in Cuba, somehow being super connected with the rest of the world and like dictate and like helping events from there and shouting into a phone a lot. Cool. I understand completely now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad it was so, so obvious. That's, that's why they were ro- robot transformers in Cuba. Playing, yeah. playing, playing on the beach. Yeah. Volo, soccer, soccer volleyball or something. Yeah. Yeah. B- so, some kind of ball. Cuban. Yeah. They were playing sports on ball. the beach. Sports ball. On which the beach. would seem like a bad place for transformers. 
Yeah, the sea air would definitely not be good for a transformer. It would absolutely not be. And, like, just the ocean in general is just would not be well, good for no, them. Well, that's where they hide all their good things. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Why is it underwater? How, like, how did they get it under there? And the mechanisms. The fucking mechanisms that are running shit. What's going on? And then he holds up the sword, and they all just salute. They're like, oh, he's got one of them swords. Marky Mark. Pledge loyalty. What, and how did the fucking... How did that... Autobot choose him. It's like he came along as it's dying, and it's like, take this. Do you know why it chose him? And this is the silliest and most Michael Bay thing ever. Do you know why it chose him? They bring it up in the movie. Oh yeah, because he hadn't done the sex in a while. Oh yeah, that, they, yeah. He, they yeah, explain yeah. it because he had to be chased. Yeah. And, and I because like the his fact- character hadn't done a sex in a while, he got the sword. Yeah. I, li- I like the fact that that the the screenwriter obviously wrote that joke originally, like. And he has to be chased. And then, like, like she gives him a knowing look. And then they carry on. And then Michael Bay was like, I don't get it. Who's running after him? <laughs> <laughs> and basically... A, who's running after him? <laughs> B, where's the sex joke? I hate this. I hate it. And then they had to, <laughs> had to build on it and build on it and build until he was like, great. I get this. And so will everyone else. Make him say she's in a stripper dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 can, can, I, can I jump to the beginning of the movie again, right? It's fine, the movie did it, we can. Yeah, so so, so we're in this destroyed Chicago, right, that's been fenced off. Yeah. And these kids are like, we're kids and we say shit and we're going to find dead Transformers because that's cool. Yeah. Right? Okay. Why is that place being controlled by Metal Gear Rexes? Yeah, those, those were... Those were um, Walker Rexes. Yeah, they yeah. why but why were they even patrolling that area? Like it, they're 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 killing Transformers and they're putting Transform and they're putting Decepticons in prison for some reason. Anyway, um like why are they patrolling that area instead of like there's no human beings there because it's it's a cordon off zone yeah, because yeah. there's alien activity. Just go in there and like kill them all just or arrest them all. Like yeah, just fucking napalm that shit. Yeah. Like why is it this little specific block that's being like patrol because by otherwise Marky Mark needs a place to drink his Bud Light. That's true, he does. Oh, and the fact that they can hide—they give off thermal signatures. So how are they hiding in the junkyard? Because junkyards are hot. They are. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I think we've peered into the mind of Michael Bay with this movie. I think and I've it had, has scarred us all. I think I've just had too much. Michael Bay the last while yeah like my world is topsy-turvy like I was I like was, I need to watch a Scorsese movie tonight to wash that taste out of my mouth I'm physically exhausted by all the Michael Bay I, I was that was my biggest takeaway from the last night was it's the first movie even including Batman v Superman where my overwhelming feeling walking out was feeling defeated was feeling exhausted I yeah. understand that completely I was like I, I'm done i don't understand I, I don't get this i don't want to get this even I'm four done. didn't have that effect on me possibly because i saw it like i can't remember if i saw it at the imax i think i did um and just because of the scale this one didn't even have the one redeeming feature that all the others had which was good sound or yeah, a good score exactly how, right? how, how did jablonski like he, balls that one up this one was for in fairness Scoring is dependent on editing, and this does, does not look like a film that had its edit lockdown 
No. Even a week not. before release. Like, I think yeah. they were probably grading this while they were editing. Yeah. This was... So, in fairness, but I mean, even so, it felt like he just took random files off his heart, like sketches off his hard drive. Because his score for number one and two were outstanding. Did you notice how they weren't... The the Transformers theme, the piece of music... At least the the Michael Bay Universe Transformers theme wasn't in it. Wasn't, well, yeah, obviously. It was was slightly hinted at, but it wasn't in it. No, no, it was never in there. It was not there. Especially not in the moments where it should have been. Mm. Um, Yeah, the whole score just felt totally and utterly phony. Even the sound design, I, I didn't hear really any transformer sounds you no, know there's no, usually the, the ones like, you've come to like those, come those to sort know of from the interesting other ones sort of like yeah like the sort of the the dubstep that kind of yeah that, that sort of thing which yeah. is pretty cool like i mean i can it sort sounded of, like a transformer I mean, yeah. they, they barely had any like metal hitting concrete when the transformers were just walking around or anything there yeah. was a lot of there were a lot of battle scenes those battle scenes that I, I was think, watching where they just didn't spot yeah. the major things like there was just Things but I think it entire, comes entire down silent. to what you were saying is that it was edited so late there wasn't enough time to put proper sound design into it. Stuff was just that was that just feels like it was rushed, rushed. And the whole time, I think the saddest thing about the whole thing is that a there's a generation growing up that are like this is Transformers. I don't. I mean, I grew up with Ninja Turtles. That was my thing. And I could watch the first of the new Ninja Turtles for the, the Michael Bay. Yeah, Ninja the Michael Turtles. Bay one, and it didn't infuriate me as much, even though I was more invested in it, just because it got the central family dynamics. It got the, the family dynamics like, right, and got the characters. Yeah, it got the mm. at least the characters were right, and I know that any six-year-old watching that movie is going to think Turtles are badass. Yeah, yeah, and he can tell the difference between them, and he can pretend to be one of them, and that's the whole thing. It's a power fantasy for kids. Where is that in Transformers? Where's the well, fun? Where's the They know who Optimus Prime is. Yeah. Or Nemesis Prime, the one with oh, different colored Optimus eyes. Prime. That seems like a wasted opportunity yeah, for and, toy sales. And, and the they they should have moment. given him a, like a whole new paint job and then he would have A stood out as Nemesis Prime and B doubled freaking yeah, toy and, sales. And there's a thing that they had in there that they never really used and that's that Megatron had the same red mark on his face that Nemesis Prime had. So Megatron was full-on controlled by this lady, and they yeah. could have had it that that control was broken, nope. and then he revolted on her. Yeah, but, but they then, never used But then they'd have like to that. give Megatron more screen time, and you don't want Megatron in your Transformers movies. <laughs> yeah, why no. would you want Why Megatron? would you want Megatron? You don't want the main villain. Yeah. I mean, I would... And, and, what, what, and, what and like, oh, st- the, this was another thing that bothered the hell out of me. He was like, he picks up... Starscream's head. That's exactly what I was just about to mention. Right? Oh, like, and he says, my treacherous, my old, treacherous friend. old friend. Who has never betrayed him in this movie universe? Never. Not once. He's been a loyal soldier. Yeah. Oh, it just, yeah, thinking yeah. back now, it just, it, it actually, hurts my it, brain. I think that's the thing is like, that. that's one thing that angers me is that... Kids <laughs> that's are, one thing. Well, that, no, no, I mean, plethora of I, I'm talking about like, just in a broad moral sense that like <laughs> that children growing up with transformers are growing up with this, this version yeah like as much as people of our age hated the new ninja turtles like i have no problem it is objectively the michael bay one was objectively better than turtles 2 which was my favorite when i was like seven years old or whatever well, two, or which, I re- two I th- which i recently rewatched, and martina and i couldn't make it past the first half hour it was unbearable yeah, it was. It was 
grating and unbearable and pandering. So, like, that's one thing. It the was other a thing. Yeah, the other, th- yeah, and just like with all the 80s slang, but just in the worst, like written by executives. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was that like, hey, rad. that did not. Hey, fellow kids. <laughs> yeah, fellow youths. So that didn't age well. The other thing that, that really bugs me is thinking about the hundreds, if not thousands, of digital artists at ILM sitting there day after day, like putting love and expertise and craftsmanship into these transformers and the world and the compositing like i mean this is million hundreds of thousands if not millions of man hours that mm. went into crafting this something that is just shit something that is just objectively just awful that you yeah. would never want to admit you worked on no but the thing is what makes it worse than that is they keep making more so not only do the people have to make this shit and know it's shit but it's shit that's so successful that so many people are spending money on that these poor animators have to keep going and making more of this shit. I actually want to see, because I know it wasn't tracking very well. I actually want to see. This one isn't doing uh, nearly uh, as well I as actually, I actually saw it didn't. It, it has, it, according to a news thing I read this morning, it has had the worst opening weekend of any Transformers movie. Including number one. Including number one. Is that just at the American box office, or is that uh, yeah, American only? Uh, yeah, okay, well, the well, thing is, like, international is going to soar because China's the biggest movie market in the world right now. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the thing. Is like, it's no longer a case of domestic and foreign sort yeah. of being equal. Like, foreign is is way outweighing. So that's the thing. Is if China eats this up, we're in for more. And and yeah. the thing is, China will. Yeah. Yeah, China. The Chinese people love these movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Nope, sorry. Budget 217, box office 265. And this movie has not been out that long. No, it's been out this weekend. 265. But that's just the budget for the movie, right? That's not marketing or, well, or anything like it that. It says budget 217. Are you on box um, office is 265. Are you on box office mojo? Oh, I'm on Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, well, I can see a news report. Transformers last night hits franchise low five-day opening in the states. Yeah, in the states. In the states, yeah. But in yeah, so it's already it's already made back its budget plus marketing and all that stuff just now. So I yeah. I like it has to make what triple its budget to be considered as like a like a success. Yeah. So. But the thing is, the sequels have already been greenlit. Yeah. If I can just read that that a lot of that is international. Because yeah. yeah. if we're talking um US America, only. US only what we're uh, According to the rap, the last night is on pace to pull only sixty four point three million when its five day opening frame closes out on Sunday. Yeah. Well okay, yeah. no no, well the thing is the film premiere on June eighteenth. So yeah, like it's actual premiere very first screening was a week ago so this is is actually crushing it like maybe not at the u.s but like worldwide 200 like 260 million in a week is that's that's not i I was sort of from the 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 headlines at least that i was seeing you know people were like pretty bad people thought yeah people were like this is really bombing and it's a massive bomb like that 
um, is something that makes them sort of rethink direction. They're not going to rethink the direction. No, this. they won't. It's made. I mean, they already going to make a huge profit uh, for them. Yeah. Why well, think? No, that's what I'm saying. Is if something like this makes a massive loss, or at least just kind of breaks even, it yeah. at least makes them think like, hey, maybe we need like a creative injection. Maybe we need. Maybe we need a new director. Maybe we need to reboot entirely. Well. God, to to be happen. fair, they've they've taken a look at it and they are going on the spin-off route. Yeah, yeah. They've got a Bumblebee, Bumblebee solo movie coming and, out. Well, and and, and sick, I wonder if that's going to be standalone is also confirmed. Yeah. And I wonder if that is going to be Bumblebee fighting Nazis. Is that no. going to be a World no, War II Bumblebee? No, it's not. It's being set in the eighties. I read that earlier in this the 80s. week. Okay. Yeah. And do you think then that they're going to go with the classic Bumblebee as a beetle? I sincerely hope they do because that would just be fun. Yeah, and I think because I think that's anything, what the, that's what they can do with. That's what yeah. they need if they want to make a standalone Bumblebee movie. They may need to make it fun. The only the only fun I had in this movie was watching how much fun Anthony Hopkins was having, oh, calling someone was, dude, dude. He was hamming it up and things like that. Like you could see he was actively having a good time. I used the old entrance. I, this watch could kill everybody in this room. Yeah, the thing is, I think he knew he's he's too good for this film. He knows he's got them. He, he's obviously pulled the biggest salary, the biggest salary that ever. he's like, pulled like, ever. Like and, we yeah. mentioned last night, he's getting the castle. Yeah, like we we our theory is that that castle they were filming in, yeah. it's like that's, that's his, his that's now. pay. That's his pay. <laughs> that's that's, just that's pay. fantastic. I'll, I'll, buy that. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Like it's just like yeah, I I want this castle. It's like okay, cool. Yeah. All right, <laughs> let's do this. And I, I also feel like his his shots were probably done like in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Like he didn't he did not do a lot of takes. What was the like at the at the end, just before he dies, he's like, I finally did it. I did my part or whatever. I finally had my moment. I finally, I finally had, had my moment. So it's like which is supposed to be like a throwback to earlier and it's supposed to be this thematic thing yeah. throughout. Yeah, but he does Absolutely nothing. He shoots two bullets at Megatron with his cane. All he does is turn his cane into a gun and shoot Megatron, and Megatron's like, oh, that's a slight inconvenience. In fairness, that's cooler than any moment you'll ever have. Turning your cane into a gun (laughs) and shooting Megatron. I really wish while he was lying there and Cogsworth or whatever they call it. It's Cogman. Cogman. And and like, he ruined that moment. He ruined Anthony Hopkins' moment because he was like, sir. Of all the stars, <laughs> I said you were, were by the, far the, the coolest. coolest. <laughs> like what? Why? Who says that? But who I, says but that? The scene would have been made so much better if Anthony Hopkins, while he was lying there dying, just kind of like laughed and was like, <laughs> "My cane was a gun." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Like but that would have been far better. Or if, he he ju- or if he said. just used the one PG-13 fuck they're allowed to have in the movie. <laughs> and just like with his last dying breath, he takes the cane. He's like, fuck you, Cogman, and shoots him in the <laughs> face. <laughs> Megatron, suck my ball. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been... Was, but the thing is, he was already super sweary. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Like... When he was in the passenger seat of the car, off. just flipping people off. Yeah, that was great. It's, but it, it, it's kind of like two cheese scenes from the last one, where you could sort of see this is a character having a lot of fun. Who, who else was in it that was that was good? 
um, in the last one, was uh, it Kelsey Grammer? Yeah, yeah, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. And you yeah. could just see what a blast these two guys are having because obviously we're seeing it in the context of the film. Yeah. They're rocking up on set. They're getting their lines. They're joshing around. And they're they're way too. They're way so too good for much. this production. So they're obviously being treated like kings, and they're getting paid through the roof. So yeah. they're just there having a good time, having a laugh, saying a few lines, and yeah. getting a massive. Pay. And I love seeing that. Like just yeah. where you could see like an actor is is above this role, and it's almost like charity, but that is being paid crazy money for. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's like, so it's not like, like charity no, at no, all. But like cinematic charity, it's like, okay, fine. Like You shouldn't be able to buy Anthony Hopkins for a Transformers movie, is what I mean. Well, yeah. the thing is, you can easily do it, because you can, but you Anthony shouldn't Hopkins be able to. has grandchildren. Yes. Grandchildren. Which is almost certainly... Why almost he, certainly why he took it, because if he had been given that offer... And he didn't appear in the Transformers movie, and his grandbabies found out about it. They would be very upset with that's their grandpa. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can imagine. I mean, that's his job. Like, you want to take your kid to work and show them around or whatever. Like, exactly. I mean, that's the thing is, it's like they the kids could probably go to set, meet Marky Mark, hang out. Well, all kids want to meet Marky Mark. Well, he's a big movie star. He's a big movie star. So maybe what? they saw the other. Oh. Maybe they saw the other guys, and they were like. <laughs> This is this guy's great. <laughs> they saw everyone else on set, and they're like, "Okay, Marky Mark's pretty good by the standards we've seen." Well, if that's the only film of his they'd seen, they think is like brilliant. <laughs> like this, this guy's real funny. Hey, look, he can do action as well. What? Amazing. No. Oh. oh god. But, I mean, yeah, you, but you don't you don't want your kids around Michael Bay though. No, you don't. You, you, you <laughs> no, don't no, 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 want no, your kids around Michael Bay. No, you so you don't bring them to set. You just let them know. Yeah, that you're working with Mr. Well, Bay. Well, if you bring them this to set as well, they're going to be disappointed because they're not going to see Transformers. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. just, just going to see... It's all going to be a lie. They're just going to see... Green screen. Just... just imagine, that imagine... Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah. And the Easter Bunny is busy having butt sex with him. Yeah. Hey, Marvel should film in Ireland. They don't need green screen there. It's like you could just fall in the countryside. It's, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, God, uh, I can't believe it came around to Stonehenge in that movie. That's the thing. is like they just threw everything at it. They yeah. just threw it. It felt like was stream such of a, consciousness. There was such a bait and switch with the, um, with the trailer going back to that that they kind of made it seem like a whole Logan thing with the young girl that Bay was over-sexualizing. Yeah. That it was gonna be oh, yeah. this hell yeah cool, I strong, fight like a girl strong young female character yeah. nope who's just nope pushed aside immediately for and then big strong away. white America man yeah but then but then John Goodman's do- Transformer is like hey we're going to this war and she's like can I come and he's just like sure I don't give a I'm, fuck I'm, I'm not a human parent <laughs> yeah I can't tell Good you what parent. to do yeah, John Goodman is also way above that movie yeah he is but like he's yeah. just a voice actor yeah. So. What I want to know as well is like just to get back to the finale, <laughs> right? Yeah. Which is pretty impressive from an IMAX standpoint. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, no, no. yeah, it was visually the way there's, it looks. There's our there's the landing zone. How the fuck do you know? Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck told you? <laughs> told Why you? is it it's there? It's the green part. Anyway, no. My question it's fla- is: it's, it's a flat part, is, and there's some robots fighting yeah. there, so it looks like action's happening. Got, so I, we can go down there and shoot a bit. I've, I've got two questions about that whole finale. Okay, I got right. two answers. Okay. <laughs> One: Why did it take Optimus Prime so long to get there? Michael Bay. That's your answer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fair. I'll accept that answer. Yeah. And two: Where were the Dinobots? 
Why weren't they there? Um, they they wouldn't be were useful in fighting. a fight. Yeah, they were in they the fought junkyard. Megatron once in the roads, and then they're like, "I'm done." <laughs> Like, I don't know. know. That's a very good point, because that would have been bad. The thing is, like, imagine Optimus Prime, okay, on top of a T-Rex dinosaur, on top of a dragon, (laughs) flying in, and punching Megatron. No, 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 but but here's the thing, right? So so imagine the dragon, right? Because the dragon robot we see is made up of the 12 knights, right? Yes. So logic dictates, even though logic cannot be applied to this movie, that they can do sectional transformations, right? So they strap themselves as a pair of wings onto Grimlock, flying T-Rex, breathing fire, with Optimus from riding him like he did in the fourth uh, movie. My issue with that is that that would require imagination and a sense of fun and would okay. also give audiences unrealistic expectations for fun and joy in, in subsequent films, and that's unacceptable. Okay, fair. But you, but you agree, where the hell were the Dinobots? That, yeah, that, that is no. actually a really That's good point. That's an excellent question. Where were the Dinobots? I guess they're difficult to move around. But that but ship that they flew... The, they, no, no, no. The ship that the, the rest of the Autobots came in was so fucking huge, they could store like 28,000 Ospreys in that thing. Also, another, another question, just thinking about now. You know how Mike Mark gets the talisman? Yeah. Where the hell did that night robot come from? It was just lying there. It's just, it's crashed, just been and lying the kids there. Found it. Yeah, it's just been lying there the whole and time. And it looks, and they're like, it looks ancient, more ancient, like older than Optimus Prime. Yeah, but he's get... been crashed here, and is not a prime. And he's in the spaceship that's just crashed recently, I guess. I could probably just give a stock answer of like pedophilia. I guess. Yeah. So you you can pretty much just mix and match oh, his answers. They make no less sense. Okay. So <laughs> so his pod, right? Yeah. Was on the moon. This ancient night robot. It sounds right? like you're making this up, but it's plausible yeah. inside the movie's logic. Michael Bay <laughs> does love the moon a so, lot. So he <laughs> really really likes the moon. <laughs> so so he was stuck on the moon, right? His <laughs> pod. His pod, and he was stuck in the pod on the moon. Okay. So when Optimus Prime flew away from Earth at the end of the fourth film. Yeah. Right? He kind of nicked it on his way out. No, no, no. No, like, he, like, he was flying. I was like, I'm coming for you, my creators. And that pinged the pod to start up. And then the pod sputtered to life and then immediately crashed in Chicago. Also, guys, I just got to ask, is there, like, a Transformers version of the measles vaccine? And did Optimus Prime take it? Because... He's like, I'm coming for you, my creators. Flies off into space. The next thing we see of him is he's frozen in space. I just don't think he put any thought into what he was doing. <laughs> like, he just, he just cy- flew into space and then froze to death. And he just happened to hit Cybertron. Yeah. Yeah. And how close is Cybertron when they say it's so many light years away, it's going to be here in 12 oh, days? No, no, no. They're, they're yeah. like, and it's moving a tenth the speed, a tenth of light speed. Yeah, a tenth of light a tenth speed is going to be here and it's going to get you in 12 days. days. And it's 10 light years. I mean, is it like, is it like just past Pluto or some shit? I mean, where is I? Is Pluto actually moving past the moon? It should have taken decades to get here from Pluto. Like that was. (laughs) Yeah, but you still haven't answered my question about, about what Optimus Prime thought he was doing when he flew off into space. 
He thought he was going home and he got really lucky. <laughs> the power of friendship. Okay. He's, he's, he's like, whoa, shit, that's cold. Wait a minute. I've got an idea. I've got an idea now. Another theory, right? For this next movie, right? So we know Earth is Unicron. And we know Cybertron took an insanely short amount of time to get to Earth, yeah. considering where it's allegedly is. It's yeah. Considering where it allegedly is. What if in the next movie they reveal that Mars is Cybertron? That would make more sense. That would make a lot. That would make a lot of sense. Although, why? But, but, are, but, but why what are, if they reveal why NASA never figured Mars, it out? Mars is Earth. Did you see <laughs> Mars is Earth? Did you see they dra- Cybertron is Mars? <laughs> did you see how? Sorry. Did you see how NASA gives briefings now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm standing on the floor, talking up, talking up. <laughs> oh, guys, we our video conferencing software is offline. We don't have internet connectivity at the moment, so we're just going to make do with this. Also, and everyone at the top is like, pardon? <laughs> pardon? And they dragged what? Ooh, Buster Bluth into that oh, whole thing. Oh, the poor guy. And he's all like, I'm going to solve this with science. And he's physics. Physics. Why was Michael physics. Why was so Michael Bay so against physics and science? He's like, no, no, no. Your science aren't going to do anything. These magical fighting robots will. <laughs> your Although science that, means the nothing. The pendulum idea was actually a pretty baller idea. Let's nuke this part and make it swing. And oh, okay. Thing. That's the thing. Is like the nukes that go off 500 meters from where people are. Yeah. And they're just like, that's bright. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not blinded or irradiated, but wowee, what a sight. I feel like playing Fallout now. <laughs> Keep fighting. And the fact that, like, they're on the ship, like, in the water, and there's these waves coming that are knocking Transformers over, and Marky Mark is like, whoa, a little slippery here. Like, he should have died a hundred times over in that film. Yeah. God damn. But you know what kept them alive? The friendship. power of friendship. Thank you, Michael Bay. All right. I need to pee. I, yeah, I, I think on, on that note of you needing to go urinate, it's very appropriate for a Michael Bay themed episode. <laughs> and I'm going to do it with my butt. Oh! <laughs> well, I think that does it for us here. <laughs> I'll add the rest in post. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Nobody. Nobody. Tune in next time when we discuss whatever the hell we want. <laughs>